ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. Yo, yo, people, how's it going? Hope you're all doing well, wherever you are in the world. My name's Dan Harrison. I've got a podcast. I've got a podcast microphone. I've got a table. I've got a chair. This must be real. It's not. It's just a ride, <laughs> as Bill Hicks says. I don't know if you guys have heard that famous quote where Bill Hicks says that, where he talks about the guy where he says, this has got to be real. I have a house. I've got a mortgage. Look at my frowns of worry. Look at my wife. Look at my kids. Look at my big bank account. It's got to be real. It's not. It's just a ride. <laughs> Is it just a ride? Is it a simulation? What is it? What is this place? Who the hell knows? But anyway, this week on the Ascend podcast, I'm bringing to you another episode of Observing My Thoughts, but this time it's a Q&A style. I've done two of these in the past and you guys really liked them, so I decided to put it out there to use to ask me some more questions. A lot of people send questions via Instagram. Some people sent it via YouTube. Um, some people send questions through Facebook, I think, as well. So if you're not on my Instagram, I would definitely recommend going to I am Dan Harrison. A lot of, that's a great way to get in touch, get in contact with us and send over any questions for future observing my thoughts. So what I'm going to do is this, like I said, it's just a basically a Q&A style. I'm just going to rattle few, through loads of different questions and I'm going to do my best to ramble out of my arse and attack as many as I can. So the first question is by a YouTube handle called Ego Alter, and he asked um, about some thoughts about the Legendly Dave podcast. So I did a podcast with Legendly Dave a few episodes ago. If you guys have seen that or heard or listened to it, but basically he says, any your thoughts on the language aspect where you discussed about how we can only think with words we know, but there is much more that we cannot describe and express. Well, what's really interesting about this, I remember a famous quote by the artist called Naz in one of his lyrics in his song, and it always stuck in my mind. He says, try and describe a colour that you've never seen before. I'll say that again. Try and des- try and imagine, sorry, try and imagine a colour that you've never seen before. And you really obviously kind of do it. And I've had psychedelic experiences and different um, experiences where my awareness is really stretched out there. And you have these experiences where you you will be met with scenarios especially when it comes to the visual aspect in terms of colors that you'll see certain things that you that you just can't put in words and you and you it's sort of you've never really seen before and then when you try and bring that back to sort of the physical you can't really use words to describe the color you can't use words to describe the experience that you had and i just think that is maybe that is the nature of this place in my opinion i think that there is things there is a veil, maybe there's something that I'm asking myself, maybe there's a veil for a reason and that's why when we come back to the physical we can't describe things because it's um, there's a reason there's a veil because I think if we were 
I think there's a, there's a reason to this physical experience anyway, and I think that if we were if we were sort of all these different parallel places that we can tap into with psychedelics and stuff, if they were all merging and blending all at the same time, I think maybe it would be a bit too much. And like I said, I think we're in a human experience for a reason. And also as well, my girlfriend, Laura, who was on the podcast a while ago, also talked about in relationship to language. She spoke about how some people see in words, some people think in words, sorry, and some people think in pictures. So ask yourself that question. Are you somebody who um, thinks in words or, or do you think in pictures? I think that's also a very great question to ask yourself. And maybe something that we discussed, maybe people who think in pictures are, the reason why more people think in pictures is because is that they are actually maybe sort of maybe tapping into something greater than just themselves and maybe are more or less out of the programming and maybe people who are just thinking in words maybe are still hooked by the programming of society so um but i would definitely recommend checking out the allegedly dave episode that i did that was a really cool one the next question was um by a guy called david slack he asked the question do you believe that um, enlightened states people get through plant medicines etc can be achieved naturally through deep breath work etc or sort of a self-inducing thing well i definitely through my own experience over the last definitely over the last one year maybe two years i've definitely been stepping more and more into that sort of that world of where i've been having these deep experiences that in the past were achieved through all the states of consciousness through psychedelics i've been having them in my normal waking life so yes i definitely believe they can be i think that um like uh, david said and that can they be achieved through breath work and meditation i, I definitely think they i really do think that they can can be achieved through them different uh, practices but besides that and which a lot of people don't generally talk about talk about i definitely think that in our general waking day to day life we have see this this is where language gets really sticky but i definitely think there is a there is a, a mechanism or a or an ability for us as human beings to access um these deeper levels of reality whenever we want but we've just sort of lost connection with it i talked about this with um i think it was the neuroscientist called uh, rodrigo montenegro i think he's called the podcast did a while ago with the neuroscientist who talks about consciousness and uh, we were discussing how we believe that that humans over the last hundred years uh, or maybe sorry not just hundred years over the last maybe thousand years or two thousand years we've sort of devolved um our senses from um from a sort of a sensitivity point of view in terms of being able to access these different realms and access these different realms of consciousness and i definitely think that slowly now on the planet more and more people now are maybe accessing these um these sort of um, enlightened states of awareness in their daily lives because there is a shift happening that is happening on the planet i mean through my own life subjectively i've definitely been accessing these uh, these heightened states of awareness i mean obviously a practice that i've spoke about before is eye gaze and I, when i do when i when i really set intention and i also set um set a ceremony space up and really go into a practice and um, go and um, do carry out um carry out a practice with intention it definitely creates an environment where it seems to be that when you do create an environment and create a ceremony environment with intention it creates these um moments where it opens up the space within the self where you can access these these um sort of enlightened states of consciousness if you want to call it that but i definitely feel that maybe our pineal gland 
through all these different lights that we have around us just like i've got all these different lights around us now so i'm contradicting myself and also the phone that i've got in my hand is also affecting our ability maybe to tap into them deeper states of awareness and i think that we have to in our daily lives we have to um make more and more effort to detach from these things i know that we're living in a monday world and um like we we have the, the the monkey mind of our aspect where we want to be on our phone all the times so we want to be looking at lights and watching podcasts which i think is absolutely fine and there is a place for that i think we need these tools in the monday world but besides that i think we have to make it a, a practice and this is something that i've done in my life is to detach from them things and i think you even just the, the fact of detaching from technology from time to time you will find that maybe senses that have been lying dormant will start um, coming up again in your body and nature is a good one for that you can go into nature and um, just maybe just sit against a tree i've done this a few times and just close your eyes and go in the woods by yourself a lot of people don't even go in the woods by themselves and just sit and just observe and you might find some some interesting things that will come up but i definitely feel that if you are open to it i think um being open to things and also having the understanding that you are much more powerful than we've been led to believe i think just having them two keys in your mind at all times and being open and um, and um being open to to new experiences and mystical experiences i think once you go through that doorway within your mind loads and loads of amazing things really do start to happen so just have that and you have hold that hold that space with inside yourself and i think you'll find loads more stuff as well I went on a bit of a ramble there, but I hope that <laughs> answered that question. That one's a massive one, to say the least. Um, so this was another question by William Jones. I think this was via Instagram. He says, I get chills down my spine and my entire body is not even cold. Something weird is happening to my body. What could this be? <clears throat> you need to go and see a doctor right now, mate. <laughs> How many joking? But no, seriously... Um, I mean, when I when I was definitely going through my Kundalini awakening, through throughout the entire day, I would I would get a lot of chills chills down my whole body, and I'd get goosebumps and stuff. And I I just really think that, you know, I think at times in our lives we have certain experiences in our lives where where we'll quote unquote have an experience where we get chills down our body. And from the surface level, from the physical level, it might seem like, because we've been conditioned a lot, it might seem like it's something that's a bad thing. But what I've found more and more within the human body is, is that these things are arising for a reason. And they have like, if you really do sit with the feelings that come up when you have these experiences of chills down your body or goosebumps or whatever it is, it actually just a, it's just sort of a, a, mechan a mechanism within inside the self that is sort of guiding you and trying to lead you into, into something within inside yourself. So I just think that, you know, my advice to you, William, would be to just, instead of thinking it's something that's bad, maybe think it's something, maybe it's just something that's coming up to try and teach you something. And maybe by just having that shift of mindset with inside yourself, you'll be able to, uh, um, maybe some interesting things might come up within that when you sit with yourself. That's what I would say anyway. But it's not, from in my opinion, chills down your spine is, unless you're in a, um, if you're, unless you're doing a Wim Hof method and you're under ice water, then it might be something that you need to go and see a doctor about. <laughs> but if not, um, I think it's just, to my opinion, it's just something that you need to sit with and change your understanding around it. And I will also, just to add to that as well, to come up in my mind, when I was having my Kundalini experience, um, sort of having chills down, down, the, down my spine was just basically one of the symptoms of where I felt like the body was, the... the, the, the um, 
my senses were starting to open up, my awareness was starting to expand because another one of them symptoms as well for me was my ears were ringing a lot. So ears, my ears were ringing. And sometimes my ears actually felt like a like a choir. So I think it's just one of the could be one of the symptoms as well of, of the awakening process. That's another big one as well. Um, this is another one. This is I think this was a YouTube handle. It's IDM Ad, and he asked the question or she asked the question or his or Z asked the question. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, any I asked the question, whatever it was. Someone asked a question with a YouTube handle and talked about um, the existence of human cloning and nanotechnology. So I think that's maybe two two separate questions in that. Well, that's coming to me anyway. But, but with the existence of human cloning, I've looked I've looked a bit in this in the past. I haven't done a lot of research into human clon- cloning. I went on a rabbit hole even the other night and found some interesting stuff stuff about human cloning because I hadn't looked into it for a while. Who, Laura? Who was that name of that guy again? Donald Marshall. So there was a, an interesting guy called um, Donald Marshall we came across. I would definitely recommend checking out Donald Marshall. He's got some really interesting stuff. But what was really um, wild to me is that when if you, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I know obviously a lot of people's watching this on YouTube and some people's listening on the audio. So on the audio version, you might not you might not stumble upon this issue, but over the last two years, YouTube has been really filtering out a lot of content, and it and what's really interesting is that rabbit holes in the past that used to be able to go down, that now when you go down, try to go down them, you can't find the information. It's all been sort of hid away. It's been filtered away, and the videos have dis- completely disappeared. And I remember in the past when I was looking at you, because I'm look I'm somebody who is I know human cloning to some people might be like a topic that's just too far out there but for me i'm i'm an explorer of all aspects of the human experience you know if i'm fascinated by everything you know i'll, I'll watch a, i'll watch a two-hour video about about um about it's a, 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 a duck or a fish turning changing its gender on bbc on bbc um on a planet bbc planet earth, planet earth but i'll also as well watch a video a two-hour video about human cloning you know I'm, I'm interested by all aspects of the human experience and i think we can learn from everything um, but I think it's a it's a really disappointing that when you go back and try to find old videos that you used to watch in the past and maybe recommend them to people that they've just completely disappeared from the from the algorithms. And human cloning to me was is one of them. If you type in human cloning on YouTube, you'll you'll really find that there's not much stuff. There's there's sort of the 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 surface level videos, you know, people just dismissing it and things. But I just remember as well um, in the past when I watched a just to give you guys maybe someone who you can try and search out through the algorithms. But I think ancient aliens have an episode around human cloning, which is interesting, and they've sort of visited um, potential places where human cloning could have ha- uh, un- been undergone on, in um, underground bunkers and stuff. And that's an interesting one. Also, I watched an episode a few years ago on a documentary called UFO Hunters, where these three guys go around basically searching for UFOs, and they had a, a really in te- um, in-depth episode of talking about human cloning. But just to give my general, uh, basic general overarching theme around it, I feel that, I mean, I think we, we do know that there's a lot more suppressed technology that is out there that, that the government aren't letting on to. And there is a, there's enough evidence out there to suggest to me that human cloning definitely has been done. I think it was as well Dolly, uh, Dolly the Sheep, I think it is. I'm sure it's called Dolly the Sheep. But that that's a famous video on YouTube. And that, I think if, I'm sure as well that's disappeared from YouTube now. You can't really find much on it. But that was basically in the past where the government uh, cloned a sheep. But there's all there's always been sort of um, 
bits of information coming out from many different whistleblowers talking about how human cloning has been done. I mean, even if you just ask yourself from sort of a, a basic level, you know for a fact that the government have been sort of operating in that level. Why wouldn't they? You know, they're always, you know, you know, human trying to, the government trying to tap into human potential and trying to, you know, longevity of the human body and stuff. It's, this is like a million pound industry, you know, like in the, in the future, futurists are talking about how that, you know, Try, when when it comes to sort of um, longevity through um, through, hum, through for the human genome and stuff like that, it's gonna be it's gonna be big business, you know. Like who's there is gonna be people out there who are gonna pay so much money to want to try and live forever. So I mean, human cloning from to me um, from a I don't think it maybe the, the question of consciousness comes into this. Is that gonna be actually the same person if you do clone someone? That's another question that coming with that. But it is definitely clear to see that there is gonna be super rich people out there, government people who do want to try and. Um, clone themselves so that they can they can live forever ev- live forever you know so of course they're doing it you know of course they're doing it um, I'll read another question but that's another big one that probably needs to be a topic within itself as well <coughs> another question um, this one was from Instagram this was a question by someone called Grace and she says, the Divine Mother always has something to tell me and finds strange ways to send send messages across to me. Someone she said, for example, say if I'm watching a movie or something or speaking to, speaking to someone, having a conversation with someone, if I'm actually paying attention, it will come through in an enlightening way. Just have a quick sip of my uh, honey and hot water. <clears throat> but that's a really interesting question because... This is definitely as my through my journey as as my awareness has been heightened, <clears throat> and I've went on this awakening journey. I've definitely found that more and more that I'll be having questions, just like Grace uh, having conversations, just like Grace said, where I'll be having a conversation with someone, and um, it's really hard to describe this process. But what happens is it's sort of like a, you know, it's like a um, a reflective process where you you having a conversation with someone, and it's like a mirror, you know, like everything in life's a mirror. And you'll have a conversation with someone and someone will say something. And in that moment, your senses in your whole body will heighten. And for me, what happens is a sort of the the um, the physical world for me sort of, I've got me, just for people who's listening on audio here, I've got my hands sort of above me, the sides of my head. But basically what happens is is the, is the sort of the um, the energy, if you want to call it, or the or the visual perspective sort of warps in and it becomes so tight with inside of the, the, the visual perception. <coughs> and the lesson that comes through in that moment is just so profound that that you you, you don't no longer hear it, you actually feel it. So so to try and so to try and uh, attack Grace's question, I think that what happens is 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 these moments in our lives um, are, are, are sort of arising at all time. I think these moments are going on all, at all times, but I think that we haven't really got the ability to. Um, maybe we we can't always have the ability to do it because if we have the ability to do it all the time, maybe it would send us crazy. Because I've had experiences where sometimes these lessons are coming too much, and it's it's you just haven't got time to integrate them. So maybe there's a, a reason why they only come at certain times, but they also must be a reason why they're coming and i think that what what happens is this place whatever it is the universe whatever you want to call it um consciousness i think it does it for a reason when maybe you are out of balance in a certain area or something and you need to work on something and the universe knows that you are ready for this 
um, this work, and it'll it'll put it across in the fo- in, in the way that that it um, that it sees best fit for you, or, or or puts it through the person that you can that you that you maybe are in that time in your life, or interacting with most, or more more suitable for the for the lesson that's going to come through. So I hope that makes sense. It's really it's a really hard one to describe that with um with words because sometimes these big experiences that I have been having, you know, just to go back to the first question, it really is void of language, you know. So it's like trying to describe these concepts with just words. But there definitely seems to be this sort of this this universal force that is working through everything in our lives. And I think we get in a, a choice and a choice and an ability to be able to read them or, or sort of ignore them. And I just think that you you may find this in your life if you if you guys can relate to this, but there is times where big big profound things will come through, and you'll understand what I say when they're beyond the beyond words. And I think they're always going on around us at all times. But from a physical surface level, we just we 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 maybe just call them nonsense and just ignore them. And I think it could also tie to um to where we're heading as a civilization. You know, our senses are starting to evolve. Our levels of communication are maybe going not are going just not just from language now. They're maybe going into feeling. Um, but I hope that makes sense anyway it's a bit of a ramble <clears throat> this is another interesting question as well this was from Instagram this is a person called Chris Scott and he says do you know where feelings come from haven't got a clue <laughs> um, feelings are a really a really interesting one you know because um, you know there's a there's a dilemma there's a i mean this is a big observe my thoughts i'm having in my head is, is who is the true self you know i mean there's a um <clears throat> there was a, f- a famous story um i heard a while ago where this guy was basically had a tumor in his brain he had cancer and stuff and <clears throat> and he had like a, a nerve in his mind was clipped during the operation and you know this guy lived a life with his family and stuff like that and then once he had this operation when his nerve was clipped he completely lost sense of self and he didn't know his, he couldn't remember his family he couldn't remember his kids he couldn't remember anything <clears throat> so there's always the question of like who is the true who is the true self you know and there was a famous ex, there's a there was a, a famous um was it, I sure it was in, there was an experiment done a while ago and this is quite a it's quite a weird experiment but this was actually the government did this experiment and this is out there in the media but what happened was it was um an experiment where I think it was it they had it was someone some a mother had give birth to triplets, and basically what happened was was um, these triplets didn't know they were triplets, and they just sort of the government put them into different families all around the world, and they all sort of went around living their different lives, and, and when and the only I think the triplets only found out when they were about forty years old, I think it was that they were a part of they they'd been a part of this government experiment but the government what they were doing is they were actually trying to figure out like who is these people really what will form them what will like what traits will come about them what come, will come about from them and i can't remember what really happened in the experiment i think there's a big i think the government definitely got sued for that one <laughs> yeah, i think there's a few legal cases around it now but it's interesting to ask yourself the question imagine if say there was some like triplets put in a in a civilization and you know they maybe have the same genetic makeup and they are the same sort of um they do sort of they all come from the same sort of mother that do them people when they come out the other side do they be, or do they become the same person you know or do they form their own traits because it's the question of is is it is it the consciousness that forms who you are um or is it the environment that we grew we grew up in maybe it's both maybe it's i, I don't i don't know it's, it's a it's a it's a really big thing and i think that's I think our feelings can be shaped through our environment. Um, 
I've, I've really, I really do think there can be. I think the environment that we grew up in is a big one to, to how our feelings are shaped throughout our whole life. But also as well, I think as well, um, our feelings can also be shaped as well by who we are becoming as well. Because I think the more that you start becoming um, a more evolved, more evolved aspect of yourself and more evolved version of yourself, I think you can more start understanding the reasons why your feelings are coming up for and, and things like that. So that's it's a huge it's a huge one anyway but who knows who knows where truly where our feelings are coming from i definitely think that we need to as a civilization we definitely need to become more in touch with our feelings um and not just sort of discard them and hide them away and if we are having certain feelings within our lives not just numb it out with a pill or something like that you know we need to get in touch with our feelings <coughs> just gonna have another drink um Another question, this was an Instagram question by Grace111. She said, I'm having constant synchronicities. Feel like I'm going insane. How do I cope? Well, I can definitely relate to that because I've definitely had a lot of synchronicities, uh, moments in my life where synchronicities are just coming fast, coming fast all the time. Um, I would say to you on that, um, to try to cope with them, one thing you can do is is grounding. You know, grounding is a, is a big one get putting your bare feet on the i know it sounds so simple but just going outside in nature and putting your bare feet on the ground is, is is such a great one um because i think sometimes and i've noticed this in my life is that you can have these great profound experiences where you're getting synchronicities deja vus or your your, your awareness is so heightened through whether it's through taking psychedelics or whether it's through um whatever practice that you're doing it is or like i said before your general awareness in your life is just going is arising and at times i feel like we can be too much airy fairy in the clouds I, i've had this and it really i mean i've struggled with this a lot I've, I've had moments where i've been stretched so far out with my awareness that it really is hard to uh, function in the monday world i mean i had this experience where and this was a i mentioned this a few times but i did a podcast with a guy where and I, obviously I can't put this out because it was just, it would look wild to look at. Maybe you're probably all going to see in the comments now you want to see this. But I had a did a podcast where I was basically sitting across from someone and I had this mad experience where it was really like, a, it was no longer a conversation through words. You know, it was it was me and him just sitting across from each other through um, basically just psychically speaking, which sounds wild, might sound wild to a lot of people, but I've had a lot of experiences like this. And um, it stretches you so far out there at times, you know, because from a physical level, we've been, our whole reality is being shaped in a certain way that tells you this is how life is. And when you have these profound experiences, it really does rattle the foundations of everything you've been told. And I just think for me, one of the biggest things that I've done to to be able to still function is to... Um, you know, not abuse, not abuse any practice at the same time. Not go too too hard taking psychedelics. Maybe, maybe not go too hard eye gazing. Um, take a step back at times, and you know, go f- like go for a walk in the park. You know, like take your daughter for a walk in the park. Go for a walk with your walk with your girlfriend or your partner. Put your feet in the bare ground and the bare ground. Jump in the ocean. Play. Um, you know, take that take a trip that you've always wanted to take with people. You know, we are, we are in a physical experience for a reason, and I feel like it is an importance to try and merge the, these two worlds together. And I think it's not about going too far and being too far out there in your life all the time. I think it's about the merging of the two. So that's what I would say anyway. You know, I'd say that. Um, another question. So this was a um, 
I think this is called ES Cultures on Instagram. He says, "Best, what's the best way to raise your vibration?" <clears throat> well, first of all, I would, I would say that I would say to that is, um, first of all, I feel like you need to honor the vibration that you're at, because, you know, we always want to be, um, we always feel that there's a there's a better vibration to be at. But the reason that you're at that vibration now is is because that's where you're meant to be at, and maybe something in your life has come up that's created that vibration. Our vibrations in our lives are always constantly changing. I think that's why we're constantly, once we raise our vibration, we maybe change our relationship, we maybe change our job, you know, we maybe even start manifesting things in our life. So there's probably a reason why um, if your vibration is feeling low, there's a reason why you're at that vibration and maybe you need to start to just understand it a bit more or maybe there's also physical things in your life that you need to start uh, sort of changing and working towards. Um, but there's many things you know you can do from a practical sense. You know that all the basic ones, but the but, but for me is I would just say to to start to understand that why is that vibration coming up, and I think from there you will find what you need to do to over overcome it. Um. <clears throat> so this is another question from Instagram. This is James McGregor. He says. He says, what are the top three suggestions for someone looking to do what you're doing? Don't do it. <laughs> no, man. Um, I mean, I'd, to all honesty, guys, I don't even know what I'm doing. You know, <laughs> I really don't even know what I'm doing. So, you know, but if, you, if you're talking in terms of doing a podcast, being a creative, you know, I would just say do it. You know, don't don't like don't overthink it. Because, I mean, when I first started this podcast, I remember I was overthinking it and like the, and then, and then I thought, and then there was one day in my mind I just thought, let's just do it, you know. I remember even starting the podcast without, didn't even have a microphone, you know. And then the second, the first three podcasts didn't even plug the microphone in properly, you know. So just, just do it, just, just try it. If it doesn't work, so what, you know. There's times, there's moments in my life where, like, you know, there's times where I do this podcast and I'm having challenging moments in my life, and I just. And just you know, I just can't be bothered with the podcast anymore. There's times where I have that in my life, but something always overrides us and tells us to keep doing it. So just you know, just listen to that intuition. If something tells you to to do something, just just go for it. Unless you're going to murder someone, <laughs> um, unless it's Bill Gates. <laughs> Only joking. Don't sue us, Bill. Please don't sue me, Bill. <laughs> I'll wear a mask. I'll bend over for you. <laughs> I'll do anything, Bill. Injectors. <laughs> um, so this was another question by a guy called Guy McNally. He says, uh, this is from Instagram. He says, can can you still be spiritual while consuming animal products? Well, this is this is a really this is a really good question. Um, you know, this is just to give you guys a bit of heads up. I think about maybe six episodes of observe my thoughts ago i attacked this question i basically broke down um my my understanding of i basically attacked the question of veganism and talked about my understanding around and where i'm at in my journey and my different thoughts around um veganism versus people who we meet and stuff who consume animal products so if you want to go back to that that was a big podcast i did it was about an hour long and i attacked from all different angles from a ba- very balanced opinion uh, very balanced approach in my opinion and i would definitely say that my philosophy hasn't much changed from that that from that perspective to where i'm at now 
So just to give you guys a brief bit of understanding and before you start battering us or attacking us, before with when I give this brief understanding, it'd be best to go back and listen to the observing of thought that conversation that I did on it so you get a general understanding of where I'm at and why I'm at this position. But I'm someone who um, I, I consume animal products, but I only consume fish at the moment. And the reason why I do that is because I'm first and foremost, I'm a scientist of my own body and that's just where I'm at. I can take research from many different people, but I will first and foremost always be a scientist of my own body. And I will experiment on me first and foremost and see how I feel. And I'm very in tune with my body. And that is just currently where I'm at. I might not always be there. You know, I'm always questioning this journey of should we be vegan or not be vegan? Should we be consuming animal products? It's a very big topic. Um, it's, it stretches over the whole concept of consciousness. It's a big philosophical debate and it's also a physical debate as well from a health perspective. So definitely head back to that episode of Observing My Thoughts. I did. I will put a link in the show notes and I will also put a link in the YouTube video so you can go back to that one as well of what I talked about it. But to get back to the question, can you still be spiritual whilst consuming animal products just to attack that? You know, when you're born in this world, there's not a, there's not one particular moment where you you don't stop becoming spiritual. You know, this whole this whole thing that we're in is a spiritual experience. You know, as Teilhard de Jean said, he says we're not he says we're not um human beings having a spiritual experience, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. And from day one, when we're born in this world, we're we're already spiritual beings. And when you leave this, you are you are also spiritual beings as well. So by from so my opinion, by you consuming animal products, it's not going to change if you're a spiritual being or, or whether you're spiritual. You know, you have to honor your journey to where you're at. We're all coming at this place. You know, all we all start with um, we all start at day one, and we're all just trying to figure this shit out. You know, no one knows what's right and wrong. You know, you might get people now who are on the side and I understand, I get you, who are screaming, saying, no, you can't be spiritual if you're eating meat and stuff. You know, I, I get you, I understand, I've thought that, I've had that thought in my head as well, you know. But, you know, we're all just trying to figure it out, we're all trying to do our best to try and figure out what is meant to be, what, what we what are meant to be doing on this planet. And like I said, maybe there will be a time where I change my opinion on this and I think that's what we should always do. We should always ebb and flow with our thoughts and our beliefs. But in terms of the bigger picture, you know, we're always spiritual beings and that's that's all I want that's all I want to say on that anyway. And this is another question by a guy called David Slack. This was from Instagram. So and this was sort of linked to that question as well. He says it would be also interesting to um to hear your current stance on your diet. So this is a question that I really don't, haven't talked about a lot, but and, and, and it's, it's, to be honest with you, it's probably a question that does get neglected within the conversation of spirituality because people want to go off into talking about consciousness and stuff like that, which I completely understand because I love to do that as well. But diet is a huge fundamental part of my life. And it's I always say that if you've got the foundations of your house strong, that spirituality and consciousness will come easy. And how do you expect you to your um, in your life to be exploring all these deeper states of um, expanded consciousness if you haven't got your foundations of your house right so for me diet is is a huge one obviously movement of the human body is a huge one as well but in particular diet where i'm at with my diet right now is is that i very much most days i do uh, intermittent fasting where i fast from say 
maybe eight o'clock, nine o'clock in the night, and I go all the way to three o'clock the next day, and I don't eat, and then I'll have my first meal, and maybe eat sometimes two meals a day. Today, so far, I've had one meal, and I might have some little snacks later on after I've done this podcast. Um, if I'm allowed, <laughs> if my mom lets us. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that's so basically that's where I'm at. So I always, so I always keep the foundations of of um of of myself strong. So I'll do that where I fast, and when I when I do a little bit of a fast, I always feel that the for my journey right now is the I feel it. Uh, my body feels good. The digestive system feels like it's got a bit of breathing space where I have a prolonged period where the organs in my body and stuff are having time to digest what they need to do. You know, I think that's one big definitely thing that I've understood over my journey is that i came from you know i did a lot of bodybuilding in the past where i used to eat five and six meals a day and things and used to sort of train to perform you know and um sorry eat to perform and i've come from a sports background and i used to just eat so much food you know just shovel it in shovel it in unconsciously and i definitely think that we as a, as a human race we consume far too much food we really do and I think one big thing for me is is that, I mean, even just imagine all that food that you consume. Imagine how much, even just, you know, like taking out one meal in your life, maybe having a fast for a day and seeing how it feels. Imagine all that energy that's been used to to um, absorb the nutrients of that food in your body. Maybe what, what that could be done if you channel that into something else. Because everything in the human body is an energy process. And it's not a coincidence if you look back in esoteric teachings where, where I'm not saying that you, you we're not gonna you maybe should get to a point where you don't eat any food, you know, there's definitely a physical, biological element of the human body. I know there's an argument of breatharians and stuff, but it's definitely clear to say that um that maybe in our lives we can eat a lot less food, you know, and esoteric teachings in the past were on a journey of where they were eating a lot less food and it get, and it freed up their mental capacity to expand ex, expanded states of consciousness and things like that. So maybe just try like I said, just try um eating eating less less meal from time to time um some more things i can say on my current diet is basically i'm not going to bore you with every single of basically how my shit looks when it comes out you know but uh, but basically i just eat healthy you know there's i mean i just we, we we know what's bullshit and we know what's not you know if you know, you know what's bullshit and you know what's not that's basically all i need to say on that i think that's what i'm going to exp- that's all i'm going to how i'm going to st- stop this podcast i'm going to say you know what's bullshit and you know what's not so stop doing it but i think that's all i'm going to say that was, there was some really cool questions on that uh, that you sent over that all you guys sent over you guys always send over amazing awesome questions all the time and i love attacking them i love these style because it really feels like i'm just giving you so much value and um, if you have any more questions that you want to send over feel free to write them in the comments, send them over to my Instagram, it's the best place because I really do check all the messages on there. Well, I try to do my best anyway. Um, if you can, guys, check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page. It goes such a long way to help me keep doing what I'm doing. Also, just give you guys a little bit of an update. I've also just bought a new van. Yes! <laughs> so um, now I don't have to. Um, I can now clean my dishes when I go around doing the podcast i can also now stretch my legs out instead of being in my little van it's a little bit it's a bit bit of a bigger van now so i'll be able to stretch my legs right out and i'll be able to do everything else as well in between <laughs> so anyway that's all i'm going to say on that one wherever you are in the world keep seeking peace out boom
I'm trying to figure out why Too much time to be patient All this time you be feeding us lies Ain't no truth in your statements Too much pain in these little white lies You left here All this time trying to figure out how We're still here I take pride in the things that we've done Side by side in the revolution Won't stay silent for things that I love Cause we know them not care about us Why men can't jump but at least they can't run Both these chains to put hands up They can never see the kingdom coming You wanna see us all amount to nothing I can see your face See the light in your eyes I can see the change Feel the heat of the fire You can feel the pain and you know you're alive Both feet on the line, by enemies I will fight For you, for you, enemies I will fight For you, for you, by enemies I will fight For you, for you, by enemies I will fight For you, for you I've spent too many days in my head now Did you think we would forget her? Too many destinies, too many sentences Red now, red now See all this pain in the headlines But I have cried for the last time But no, I happen, see You would be blind if it was just an eye for an eye And what if we change the world? We rise from the flames, the victor It's far from a perfect picture I know it's sinful, but we are human Would you be grateful if you took my place? Say my name There is redemption in the steps we take Say one life and I'm gonna use it Innocence till I'm proven One last chance and you blew it One last dance in the ruins So much hate in your movements Told me I couldn't prove it One last prayer for the sinners You only learn what you witness I can see your face, see the light in your eyes I can see the change See, you would be blind if it was just an eye for an eye 